Oliver Callan on RTE Radio 1. I'm so uh, so busy here saying hello to our guest, Eva Powell, that uh, didn't even notice the ad break had finished. You're welcome to the studio. Um, let me get a, a settler because nearly a fifth of the world's population are busy preparing for one of the year's biggest festivals. It's the Lunar New Year, which marks the first new moon of the lunar calendar. So I can say Happy New Year to you. Thank you very Eva much. Eva Powell is Commercial Director of the Asia Market in Dublin and she's here this morning. Um, I can wish you happiness and prosperity. Is that the... And good health. And good uh, health. And forever beauty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a, if that's a given. Uh, but come here, the Lunar New Year, this is a big deal for you, isn't it? It is. It's the biggest festival in, 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 in Asia, like in China. So, yeah. um, yes, absolutely. We, we're, everybody's like busy preparing either food, either getting new clothes. And it's all the traditions of like celebrating the Lunar New Year. We, were, we are reminded every year of it. But I don't think we know very much about it in Ireland, even though the, 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 the Chinese community are strong in and around us. So it starts on Saturday. It'll be a 15 day and it's the year of the dragon. The year of the dragon. And you know, usually the community actually celebrate the, like 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 New Year's Eve, something like that. Like we celebrate on the eve of the of the Chinese New Year. Like, so, so that's the big year. party, is it? Well, that's where you have like your family gathering. You have like food with family and friends and, you know, you can expect like a massive big banquet full of like, <laughs> like, yes, absolutely. And, you know, it's like food is such an integral part of the festival, you know, so um, definitely like, you know, you're kind of, you see, in northern China, we like to, um, they like to make dumplings. So you make dumplings like right through the midnight and, you know, you're oh, eating right. dumplings and, you know, so you'd be expecting to eat dumplings. And then in southern China, what we do, we like to eat like um, puddings. So it's like there's savoury and sweet puddings. So like there's like a water chestnut pudding, there's like a white radish pudding and there's a Chinese New Year pudding. So and that's kind of like, so there's kind of different, um, depending on where you are, you know, you kind of have different festivities. Like Because like in Singapore, my friends would have like a prosperity toss so it's like um, kind of like yes yes so like they do like a salad and you know you you gather around the table and then everybody says something like a blessing and then you toss it in the air like you know (laughs) yes it is it is no (laughs) it's a lot of fun I mean it could be a bit messy but that's okay Well, that, that's kind of amazing. Um, tell me about the red envelopes. Yes. This will be the... Um, so that is a real big tradition. So like okay. you have these really lovely like red envelopes and they're really decorative and there's like gold designs on them and there's a blessing on them. And then um, basically like your parents, like older people will give them to younger people. So like my parents would give them to me. I would give them to my kids. So and, you know, you give them to like friends and family as well. So like, but usually it's the older generation that give it to the younger generation. So you can become very wealthy during the Lunar New Year. <laughs> Red envelopes yeah, filled so with money. You, yes, okay. absolutely. Yeah, so they usually give, come in pairs. So then like, you know, you, you, when when someone hands you a red packet, you would usually wish them something. So it's like, oh, wishing you good health, wishing you, you know. Oh, yeah, and yeah. so that's how it, it, the, it's like. So they're giving you lucky money for the New Year. It's all around luck and fortune. Absolutely. So it's like a, a, a first Holy Communion, but you have to do it every year. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure about this idea. Uh, so tell us what sort of celebrations you're going to have. The Asia Market is on Cable Street in Dublin and also Drury Street. So yes, so we are kicking off the festivities this Sunday with the Family Fun Street Festival. Oh, right. And it's going to be on Drury Street and Cable Street. We're organising it in collaboration with Dublin Town. And so there's going to be, we're bringing in a performance group from Beijing and Chengdu. And in a, that group, there's going to be like a sugar, Chinese sugar painting artist. So this is really interesting. It's like, yeah. it's like melted 
sweet sugar and then they make really intricate like um, a design like an animal design or flower design and they have it on like a stick and so then you can carry it around and then it's edible as well we also have this like Sichuan face changing opera so it's a dancer with lots of like face masks and they're changing it in very quick succession right, so it's kind of yeah. mesmerising because you're kind of wondering how are they changing it so quickly <laughs> you know and we also have a 10 metre long like dragon that's going to be performing on the street how so, cool is it to have the year of the dragon that's it that's sometimes what we have to take year of the rat know. sometimes and you go mm, I know that, but you can still celebrate with the dragon couldn't you the dragon is fantastic <laughs> but we of. also have like on we're bringing in a troupe from um, Inner Mongolia and they're going to be a dance and singing group and they're going to be performing in the Pavilion Theatre on the 16th and then we're also ending the festival it's on the 24th and 25th with it's a lantern festival so we're ending it with like the feast of food trucks so we're going to have food trucks at our Ballymount location and there's going to be 10 plus food trucks and we're going to have lots and lots of food 10 food trucks oh, plus that, yeah a... and it's going to be we have we have built this place where there's loads of lanterns next to <gasps> our buildings so it's going to be kind of like dining under the lanterns <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds deadly and, and it always happens at a nice time of the year doesn't it it's always either late January early February because yeah, it's the lunar calendar calendar so it okay. follows the lunar calendar so I guess it's different date uh, yeah. every year but the, yeah around this time calendar, let's fingers crossed for good weather yeah well I'm, I was looking at it actually I think it is due to somewhat ease off towards Sunday Hopefully, but yeah. um, if only the the dragon could um, organise the weather for us would be fine um, Eva Power you're the commercial director of Asia Market yes. in Dublin so it's one of the oldest Asian food shops I gather in Ireland yeah, it was set up in 1981 so yeah. 40 odd years ago and we started on a very small street well no very small um, premises on Drury Street and with it's just been amazing with um, the taste buds in Ireland where, you know, everybody's getting to know more Asian food. And so we've managed to grow and grow. And like, so we, have, we moved to like a bigger premises on Drury Street. And um, and then we've expanded out to Ballymint as well with a retail store. So we have two retail stores. But we also actually supply to a lot of restaurants and takeaways around the world, around Ireland. And is yeah. that how it began? It was hosting. Your parents set it up, I believe. Yes, my parents set it up. And my mom at that time was working uh, like in the store. And then my dad would be doing deliveries. So, right. Yeah. So, and that's you effectively grew up uh, uh, by the till, more I or less. Did, did yes, underneath the till, like with my little uh, den, and popping out to say hi to all the customers. You mean literally? A literally really? under the till, because I guess we were open seven days a week. You know. Yeah. And so I was there like permanently all the time with my mum, my, with my mum and dad. Yeah. And what did you learn under the till? Well, do you know what? My mom, my mom was really like, she had lots of languages. She learned languages from the customers that would come in. So like, you know, I would hear her like tell people, okay, this is like two euro fifty or 10 euros like in different languages. So I'd be there, you know, listening to her and what she would be doing and chatting to the customers, you know, and telling them and introducing kind of Asian food to the customers. Because like people coming in, they'd be like, you know, what are these ingredients used for? You know, so um, it was kind of introducing Asian food in, in the, early 80s you know yeah it's, a, it's hard to believe that it's that recent that um, Chinese food has become popular in Ireland isn't it it's, yeah. it's the 80s uh, yes I mean like it started out with like like all, I mean there's almost like a Chinese takeaway like on every I say literally every, every parish yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but that the Irish Chinese food is something that I really love as well um, that's good it, to it hear is, okay, it yes. is you know even if I travel you know you can travel to China you can get the authentic food yeah. but I actually do miss the Irish Chinese food <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really yeah, I mean, like one of my like my, my favorite dishes, like the sweet and sour or the black bean, you know, definitely. And it's different, you know, from. Is it? Does it exist in 
China? Well, in Hong Kong, it's because like the first immigrants uh, to Ireland, Chinese people would be from Hong Kong and that kind of southern part of China. Okay. And so that, that's where the whole, the sweet and sour and the black bean and that that you you could get. Yeah, you would have that. The Western in, influence. They sort of had to make something. Was it? Yeah. Well, our, it's our more the, the the Western influence is more. I guess the dishes are more saucy. The, we like our sauce, so it's more saucy. <laughs> 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 like you know, in 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 Asia, it's not as like not not much like sauce. Like, <laughs> we just like pour it on there. <laughs> just make it Irish. This is the Irish studies. Uh, uh, is there anything else we eat in in an Irish Chinese? Uh, restaurant or takeaway that that isn't typically Chinese. Isn't typically probably the spice bag. Oh, that's, that was the spice yeah. bag. I mean, like the spice <laughs> bag. That that recent. is very like Irish Chinese. Like whenever I ask my my Asian friends, "Have you had a spice bag?" A lot of them say no, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Like you know, it's like how do you explain it? I know. <laughs> that is definitely an Irish Chinese dish. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar in there, isn't there as well? Tasty. Um, you, you were an only child then, growing up in, under the till in the shop, as, as you put it. Um, but you were extremely well educated, very. Right, obviously, when when you <laughs> when you did, you you found yourself at Trinity College. Yes, I did find myself and, in Trinity um, College, and then found myself um, in Hong Kong. Uh, worked there for eight years. Wait, was it your parents' idea, or did you say, "I know I want to go back to where where you came from"? No, I mean, I remember, I mean, my parents would bring me back to Hong Kong when I was younger. And I always remember being intrigued by Hong Kong. I loved the skyline and I loved the people there. So when I graduated, I was just fascinated and I was like, yes, I want to move over there and just start work there and see how I get on. So. Cut your teeth in business because that was the family tradition, <laughs> I suppose, is it? Was that well, the, the idea? thing is, I, I guess it was it was always good to kind of leave, leave the family business. Like, well, I haven't, I worked there when I was younger, but I mean, it was good to kind of get the experience outside, you know. Hmm. But I guess it was in a whole different area. I mean, it was in finance, you know. How did they receive you in Hong Kong as an Irish person uh, going over to Hong Kong? Were you like an Irish-American coming to live like they, they, At Ireland? that time, I mean, there was a lot of expats in, in, in Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I it was nice that, you know, there was like an Irish-Chinese Irish community, an Irish community. And like in the bank that I worked for, which was World Bank of Scotland, they, I mean, there were a lot of expats in, in, in that bank. So, you know, I think culturally it was it was good. Like I, like daytime, it was like working, working in, like working in Ireland, like where everybody was not, Asian and then when you walked out of the bank it was like oh wow like in Hong Kong like everybody's in Asia now <laughs> you know and you went all the way over there to the bank to discover your boss in Hong Kong was also Irish <laughs> Monaghan I know what amazing the Monaghan fella in the bank in Hong Kong very good uh, and um, could they tell your accent because you're obviously fluent in Cantonese or Mandarin I'm fluent in both, but I was um, initially just fluent in Cantonese, and I picked up Mandarin when I was um, studying in the UK, doing my masters. And then, um, but I mean, my English—I think it was quite difficult for people to pick up where I was from. Yeah, I don't have a—I don't know what accent do I have. <laughs> they were like mid-Atlantic. That's what they—they they placed me as. And when I was trying to think, like, I am from Ireland. They were like England. Oh, no, 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 I'm from Ireland. And I don't know, like so. I was, we the whole country doesn't even register at all. <laughs> It's beside England and then they'll understand. (laughs) An island. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And were your parents, was it important to them that you spoke Cantonese? Yes, I mean, my par- my dad especially made sure that I spoke Cantonese at home. And so mm. I remember when I was younger, he would say, if you wanted like an ice cream, you'd have to say it in Cantonese or Chinese oh, before I could even get it. Oh, that's a great trick. So yes. that is, okay. so I was like, yep, 
I can give it to you, but you have to say it in Chinese. And so that's how, I guess, I spoke Chinese at home. And then when I went to school, I just spoke English. Big motivation <laughs> for a child to... Um... To get to, to, to speak the language, yeah, <laughs> We should I know. try that with the Irish language as well. <laughs> and you have children now, so you I have... I do. What are they? Are they third generation then? Is that what yeah. yeah. So I... Yeah. So are I you as strict on, the, on keeping the, the Chinese languages alive at home? I try to, yeah. I mean, so my, I have a son and a daughter and I try to... I speak Cantonese and Chinese to them. Um, their daddy is uh, Western, so he's speaking English. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I try to speak as much as I can and try. And then my, my parents, when they come visit, they'll, you know, speak Cantonese to them. It's but the husband you need to train. Uh, no treats <laughs> have, until have, he can speak. I have to speak. be training him too. Very good. Okay. Uh, there's already text coming in. Someone says they were born in the year of the rooster. Yes. Uh, which is not half as cool as a dragon, is what this texter says. I mean, the rooster seems to oh. be... Every, every year has a... Uh, is good and what, auspicious. What, yeah. what year is your... Oh, what year? You're not a dragon baby. No, I'm not a dragon baby. <laughs> a rooster or one of the, no? Is it not that important? <laughs> no, okay. no, no, no. No, I'm just thinking because um, you know, Land usually my feet in this one. I feel well. The thing I'll, I'll explain it to you because usually okay. when okay when um. It's it's quite secretive to be asking an Asian lady their age. Right? Oh, and oh, because and the year will the correspond year will to. Tell you oh, right. What year I, you're I, I apologize. <laughs> we'll move on. We'll on. Uh, people are also pointing out here that Vietnamese other cultures also celebrate the Lunar Absolutely. New Year, which is true. And of course, the Asian market serves its Pan Asian food, isn't it? Absolutely. So yeah, we have also besides like uh, in Korea, we have Korean food, we have Vietnamese food, we have all all types of Asian food. I noticed Korean food uh, is having a moment in Ireland the last two or three years. Absolutely, um, has been growing in popularity. So how is that much. happening? Yeah, I mean, actually, about five years ago, I remember it wasn't as popular, and not many people knew about it. No. But we actually started to um, import more kind of kimchi and seaweed, and you know, and we were doing kind of like tastings within the store every weekend, and we were working with you know um, the Korean government to kind of like um, you know introduce more Korean food in Ireland Mm -hmm. and I can say like you know the Korean food has gone from like nobody really knowing about kimchi to like a metre of full of shelf space in our supermarket full of kimchi (laughs) Really? Yes. So you're you're kind of saying that it's the Pau family. No. <laughs> <laughs> I've set the trend. Well, the thing is, you, you you kind of can see how you can kind of introduce new foods to people by I think tasting is a real good way. You know, so you introduce right. tastings in the in, in the supermarket, and then they start. To, you can kind of see, okay, well, people are really liking this, and then enjoying the food, and then you just kind of increase it and introduce more of that of, of the Korean flavors. You know. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, it's really, um, it's modernised us as well, hasn't it? Well, also, also, I mean, there's been really good Korean restaurants that have been opening up as well. So mm-hmm. that's that has added to the whole kind of Korean trend and food. Is business very good at the moment, the Asian market? It is. It's not a rude question? No, absolutely not. I'm terrified now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, yes, I mean, like, where we are doing, I guess we have retail and then we have our wholesale parts. So, like, you know, um, hopefully, I think it is difficult for restaurants at the moment with all the increased costs, yes, you know. Yeah. So um, we're hoping, you know, that, you know. That well, we as can... a supermarket, the, the Irish are the keen down yes. Drury Street and Cape Street. Well, the, I think when people are travelling, you know, and they're coming back and they're looking That's for right. authentic ingredients. So they want to make their Thai curry paste. They want to be making with like authentic ingredients. So I guess we, we would fill that gap. There's a nice message here. It says, I remember the first Asia market in Drury Street. This is yes. your, your, your parent, your parents, uh, Howard and Helen. Is Howard and Helen, yes. I had a stall dealing in art prints nearby in Georgia Street Arcade. Of course, I met and welcomed Albert 
Alden Howard, who'd wow. arrived from Hong Kong, wished them both good luck. Delighted they progressed. The modern Asian market is superb outlet for lovers of Chinese ingredients and other spices. That's from Tom. Oh, it's, it's, it's so nice to get the memory of <laughs> that whole family tradition that is still alive and well. And uh, is is uh, so the party is Capel Street, Drury Street uh, this Sunday, and then we have the Feast of Food Trucks on the twenty fourth, and then the like. Uh, in a Mongolian group in the Pavilion Theatre in Dunleary and all details can be found on asiamarket.ie asiamarket.ie well I want to wish you happiness prosperity good health gong hei fat choy gong hei fat choy thank you very much to you thank you very much Eva Pao good morning to you and happy new year thank you we'll take we'll take a break Oliver Callan on RTE Radio 1